Yo, 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 guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Marijuana Say Weekly. And today we are bringing you some more grow tips and grow info. We're a grow shop We're based in South Africa, but we give information around the world uh, on how to grow your dank. Uh, today, uh, it's summer in SA and we're coming into our flowering season. So we thought we would give you some more tips. Um, and because you guys have heard enough from us over the last few episodes, we thought we would bring in Jamie, who is a very experienced grower. Uh, he's actually a founder of Jamie's Garden Shop. Uh, they do a lot of dry amendments and sort of a very like organic approach to uh, growing. And yeah, he's come on before. He's told us, but he gave us a, a lot of insights on white powdery mildew. And today he's going to be giving some insights on flowering. But yeah, as much as uh, I'd like to chat more, I think today it's uh, more in your domain, Dean, on the on the on the grow side. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're coming into flowering season in South Africa and uh, it's sort of, you know, this is the stage where months and months of work can either go positive or negative. So I thought it would be a good idea to get some top tips to help our audience base kind of make it through this pre-period to flower. I think in Joburg, some people are flowering already, but down in the Cape, we're sort of starting to see stretch now. So, you know, how do you avoid the issues? I'm sure Jamie's going to have some good ideas related to that. Well, let's uh, bring him in. Jamie, welcome to welcome to the show. Uh, as I've just mentioned to the audience base, we're going into or getting close to our end of our season in South Africa. Most exciting part for us growers after all the months of work. So I wanted to check in with you for some tips related to flower and how we can get our audience space to make it through this period hopefully with as little issues as possible cool okay well uh, uh one big thing is uh putting support up for your plants so putting um bamboo stakes in or metal stakes or some trellis netting just to support the plants now as they stretching and their final bits uh into flower because once they start getting heavy with, with buds, they're going to start flopping all over, especially the outdoor. If, it, if you're in an area that it rains towards the end of flower, that, that water on the buds is going to start pulling them all down. Mm. So some good support is a, a crucial thing to do now because it's, it's uh, getting to the kind of point where it's, it would be too late to do it if you do it later than now. 100%. Um, and then you are, for this initial stage, when the plants do their stretch from vegetative stage to flower stage, I find that they really suck a lot of nitrogen um, and use a lot of nutrients to stretch out like that. So I really like to, at this beginning stage, top dress with the seabird guano, which is high in nitrogen. And it's also pretty quickly available. So it's not going to sit there in the soil for too long. It's going to be consumed in that initial phase. Some elemental blend, which is uh, a mix of various nutrients and other beneficial things. Some gypsum, the myponized one's really good because it's more quickly available to the plant and that's going to give it a good amount of calcium and sulfur. And then some mulch over that just to keep it all down and wet. And then the earthworms will start coming up and they will consume that whole layer of nutrients and make it quickly available to the plant. 
So that's what I'd recommend for nutrient-wise for the, the mm. start now of this flowering stage outdoor. And, and with the elemental, it's quite powerful. So it, it should be used with care, right? Especially if you are already using a soil that is, uh, you know, that is quite, that has some 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 nutrients. Because the elemental band is is incredibly incredibly strong, right? It is very strong, but because there is a big percentage of biochar in there, that biochar helps to hold the nutrients and release it as the plant needs it. Okay. So it's the biochar is a real winner in that mix, and and you know, it stops it from just being too much nutrients immediately for the plant. Yes, and like I, I said, once the earthworms get in there and start churning that all up, it's you know it's it's released at a really good pace. Okay, excellent, awesome. Yeah, and then another big one is is IPM. So <laughs> pest, <laughs> I'm always on the pest control because you have to be, hey. Yeah. And uh, for outdoor growers, uh, powdery mildew again, yeah, yeah, is a, a big, big issue. You know, as the season starts changing, well, where I stay, it's it's hot and dry in summer. So as it starts getting towards autumn, it starts getting a lot more moisture in the air. And those are the conditions for powdery mildew to get going, you know. So start with an IPM program, once a week spray. If you're in the early stages of flower now, you can use neem along with the AQSF, BioTrico, and BioInsect, and BioImpilo. That's kind of the IPM kit that, that I recommend. So AQSF is going to help with powdery mildew, the trico for bud rot, insect for... Um, pests mm. insect pests yes and the impilo is just a, a bit of a booster for the plant but it's really important to get these microbes onto the the plant and leaf surface early on and especially like the trico um if you get it onto the the plant before the buds start stacking up and getting too dense then those beneficial microbes are right inside the flower and they're going to work very well to outcompete bud rot, which is also quite an issue for outdoor towards yeah. the end. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. And how how long would you suggest into flower that you'd, you'd spray that 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 kit? Sort of week two, week three. Look, it really depends on your area and environment, and 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 the grower needs to observe what's going on around them. And if they have grown there the previous season, they'll probably know what you know issues to expect um so the neem in combo with this i would spray in like the first two weeks maybe three it's all right some people are quite anti-neem but i think it's fine really early in in these early stages but then the all the rest those are just my microbes you know those are fungal spores in water so those you can spray really far into flower. And okay. like I said, it depends on your environment. So if you're in a place that doesn't get powdery mildew or bud rot, you know, you could probably <laughs> stop on that like midway through flower. But if you're in an area where you know you're going to be getting PM and bud rot, I would go really far with those sprays, you know, probably up to week six or week week eight you know maybe even further because you'd rather have those good microbes on the leaf surface than a bunch of powdery mildew yes mm, that's bad microbes you know <laughs> yeah. and, and yeah. You, 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 know, you can't smoke that and it's just uh it's not a happy situation 
No, uh, yeah, I mean, and I don't, I don't really know too many people that don't have issues with with powdery mold. I was, so I whenever, was thinking the same. I was like, <laughs> whenever all these mystical areas where there's no no powdery mold, you and no I think it's rock. my <laughs> my biggest FAQ, you know. So uh, those are really important tips, you know. And mm. also, what kind of sort of would you suggest any kind of training techniques or or anything along those lines going into the flowering period? Besides, obviously, the the staking and the and the supporting of the of the of the stems um look if you wanted to uh, clean up the bottoms a bit all those areas that's not getting light you could do that you know um i'm not too fussy about uh training and that on the outdoors i just top them a few times at the beginning um and then just kind of let them go but but cleaning up underneath the plant all that foliage that's not getting a lot of light you can do that if you have time it's not essential but yeah okay excellent cool so uh the main three tips uh support your plants get your ipm regimen going and obviously a bit of a a bit of a nutrient boost do you have any other and then uh, and then sorry to interrupt i would also after about three weeks of flower then i would do a top dress with uh something high in phosphorus like the bat guano or mm. uh, micronized soft rock phosphate, something like that. Okay, excellent. Just so to give it a that, little pump, yeah. yeah, a little boost. And then would you ride through till the end of till the end of flower? Yeah, but I do do a once a week nutrient feed. Okay, with that, and yeah. a, a bit of tips on the on the nutrient feed. What are you feeding during the during the flowering period? So well, at the beginning of flower, I would still be going pretty hard with the nitrogen. So bio-nitro, bio-boost, um, some mycorrhizal fungi, the, the wettable powder. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, probably some cannabis microbial consortium. And I also do use quite a bit of compost tea. So I'll, I'll do the compost tea. And then you know, as it progresses further into flower, then I'll drop the bio nitro and start using the biophos along with the kapow for high um, phosphorus and potassium. And I'd keep on with the cannabis microbial consortium and compost tea. Yeah. Throughout the whole okay. thing. Excellent. Cool. So I think that's a nice sort of uh, uh, a, a great selection of of tips. Do you have anything else to suggest to to our listeners uh, for this episode, uh, Jamie? Um, I like to start planning for next year's outdoor grow already. Like start thinking of things, and I think it's a good way to be just plan far ahead because you know the seasons just roll around really fast, and before you know it, you kind of in spring or far into summer and you know you haven't got your shit together yeah so yeah start planning for next year's grows like what you learned from this year but what you would improve on and and yeah and make a plan for next year and then also uh, maybe start thinking about where you're going to dry your outdoor stuff and and prep for that a little bit Mm. Yeah, because it uh, it does turn into a bit of a nightmare when you've got uh, a more bud than you expected, and you're trying <laughs> to get it all dried uh, professionally. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Uh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much, Jamie, for uh, sharing your time with us today. I mean, it was amazing, um, and it, uh, as always, and I think uh, we'll probably be seeing more of you in the future. And yeah, until uh, until we see you again. Thanks so much. 
Awesome, guys. Pleasure. Brilliant. Another thing I wanted to also mention is that, uh, the, you know, keeping how he said, you know, like keep notes of what happens this year in, in your, in your grow. And if you, you know, plan for next year, you know, cause by the time a year comes and you, you know, and you're in the same spot next year, you're going to forget what's happening now. It's that same, the same data capture concept that uh, everyone's been mentioning. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you don't know, like I've grown multiple seasons in the same spot, you know, and you don't want to make the same mistake season on season. And I also like Jamie's mm. tip on on sort of planning for planning for the next season because all of a sudden spring's there and then all of a mm. sudden you're into December and in December you're busy with fam and then it's like very late in the season, you know, <laughs> so getting your prep because I mean, it's uh, it's uh, the outdoor season is, is amazing for the amounts of yields you can get for the cash input, you know, so it's not something that you want to and also the quality, you know, you can get amazing quality flower. So mm. it's uh, it's definitely uh you know one of my favorite times of year now going into the flowering period and having seen all the sort of hard veg work go go into go into it you know and then you get to see your your end results i'm busy right now with my sort of lolly popping and a final defoliation i've also been keeping up with my sprays uh to make sure that because mildew for me is a massive issue so mm. whenever jamie or someone mentions mildew i'm like taking notes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess point of the story is also don't don't think it's you know it's because it's the last mile doesn't mean nothing can go wrong uh you know you've gotten dank buds you can see the development going nice you know like oh cool you know let the plants do the rest like it can go so wrong in that last that last uh you know that last mile so don't get lazy make sure to stay on top of all your uh uh pre-flower and flowering tips and yeah uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this this uh content make sure to always like and subscribe and we have some cool other podcasts on growing stuff obviously check it out and we will be back here next friday with another podcast till then peace peace guys <laughs>